I'm Annie. And I'm Gretchen, Donuts and Pie Fitness. And we're back today to do an interview with a friend of mine, 45 years, best friend, right, Hall? Yeah, so, we have to go way back. Holly Conradi, she lives in Wilmington, North Carolina, and she's a yoga instructor. She was a professor at UNCW, and she's currently a stress management specialist for uh, the Hano, what is it, New Hanover? Hanover Regional Medical Center. Regional Medical Center. And so you were trained by Dr. Ornish, and I'd love you to elaborate a little bit more on what that means. Dr. Ornish did all of the original research on reversing heart disease, not just healing people from heart disease, but actually reversing it. And so I went to, out to California and worked with his stress management team there, along with our dietitian, our exercise physiologist, and our group support specialist. So I worked with them and, and basically what we do is we work in intensive cardiac rehab and we change, help people change their lifestyle. Um, obviously my area is helping them to manage their stress and teach them tools that they can do that with. So you had talked to me a little bit about a big part of that is breathing, which really intrigues me because everybody breathes to live through the day. Yeah. And, but the piece that you were talking about is how much it can really change your life. Um, I remember I used to try to get through the breathing in yoga because I just didn't understand it. I was like, oh, hurry up and breathe, get through this. Um, but after you talked to me a little bit, I was talking to somebody that had a really high level of anxiety and I was trying to channel you and talk to them about how important the breath was as best as I could explain it with not a, out, without understanding it as well as you do. And I had, I, they were an athlete and I had talked to them about the fact that if their hamstring was tight, they would stretch it and get oxygen there and then be able to walk more successfully. And I made that analogy that I believe that the anxiety is, corresponds the same way with the breathing. And so I, as I gave that analogy, I thought, I wonder if that's really that's right. So, so anyway, Holly, you are the expert in this. And so if you could give us a little snippet of, of what it means to be able to breathe and why. Well, by the way, that was a very good analogy. Thank um, you. Good. Job. Good. <laughs> good job. Good job, coach. Uh, yeah. So um, your breathing affects your mind and your body. I, want, I like to think of the breath as a bridge between the mind and the body, right? So your body is affected by your breath. If you exercise, obviously your breathing is going to um, accelerate and your body is going to be able to move quickly. Your your breathing also affects your mind because if you're breathing quickly, you're not going to be as calm. If you're breathing slower, you might begin to feel a little bit more peace and contentment in your mind. Um, if your muscles are tight, um, like you said, as you exhale, everything seems to let go, including your mind and your body. They, they do not work separate from each other. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, we breathe 20 to 30,000 times a day and we're really unaware of it until we start to take these conscious, slow, deeper breaths, which is what helps us to manage stress and start to feel better in our bodies. So I could get kind of sciencey with that right now if you want me to, but you guys just froze. Like the camera froze on you. I don't know if it's frozen on me. Hello. Hey, oh, there you, you are. Okay. okay. So go ahead. Like you didn't even stop. Okay. okay. Um, so I get a little bit sciencey here where I talk about the autonomic nervous system. Okay. So the autonomic, think of it as automatic. This controls functions in our bodies that happen automatically, like breathing, like sweating, like your blood pressure. Um, and so we're really kind of unaware of it. But there are two branches. One is the sympathetic nervous system. The other is the parasympathetic nervous system. 
Sympathetic nervous system is also known as fight or flight. And I actually like to add the word freeze into that, fight, flight, or freeze. So you're either gonna flee from a scary situation, you're gonna fight back, or you're going to become immobilized, as many people do from great, a great amount of stress, right? So um, we look at stress that way. If we look at that, that's what's happening in our body. So therefore, our muscles begin to contract, our blood pressure goes up, our respiration goes up, our heart rate goes up, um, our breathing in general goes up, our pupils dilate, our blood actually clots better so that if we get cut, we're not going to bleed out. There's, it's just an amazing yeah. system. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. Our bodies weren't, managed, weren't built to manage a great deal of that kind of stress. Let's call that acute stress. That's safe, right? That's good. Acute stress can save our life. Example, you're driving down the highway, somebody starts to cut you off, and you've got to act quick. So your sympathetic nervous system causes adrenaline and cortisol to move, among others, to move through your body very quickly so that you can react. And then you slam on the brake, you swerve the wheel, and you get out of harm's way. So that's a good function of the sympathetic nervous system. However, for a lot of people, if they're under a great deal of stress, this system stays on all the time. That's called chronic stress, right? Oh, right. So... Enter parasympathetic nervous system, okay? This is our hero. Problem with this one is we have to upregulate it under our own efforts. And that's tricky because some people don't know how to do that. So, you know, I can remember my mom when I was a kid blowing up at something. She'd say, count to 10. Well, she was after the same thing. <laughs> you know, taking this pause, taking this time out, if you will right? Um, and so parasympathetic nervous system is our rest and digest or rest and restore system that allows us to sleep well, that allows us to feel calm, that allows us to relax when we need to. Um, it feels good to be in the, in the parasympathetic nervous system. One of the, back to the breath, the most readily available tools that we have to manage this and upregulate it is our breathing. And so if you are in a state of stress, your breathing is going to be shallow, probably moving from the top of your chest. I just had to take a deep breath. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know, just thinking about it, right? Makes you breathe deeper. Um, and so we're going to just begin. We have to just pause in our own life in those moments and take a deeper, slower inhale with a deeper, slower exhale. And Holly, can you try that with us right now? Is there a method that we should try? That we yeah, I mean, typically, if you can breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth and or nose, that's, that's the most effective way to go. Um, as you breathe in through your nose, um, there's certain things you can focus on. The, the air as it moves in your nose is going to be cooler than the air moving out of your nose. So that's something to focus on and gets your mind off the stress that you're feeling. So, okay, so go ahead and take in a, a nice, slow, deep breath in through your nose. And exhale completely. Yeah, see, Annie, your shoulders just dropped. And do that one more time. Take a nice, deep breath in. And exhale slowly. Sorry, I'm not sure. So the truth is that the exhale is the most relaxing phase of the breath. Mm -hmm. So I'll play games with my patients occasionally and have them count how long it takes them to inhale. Mm -hmm. 
So maybe it takes them three or four counts to fully inhale. And then make your exhale just one count longer. And that helps you to start thinking about the breath more because you're counting it. So it's really an, a, a really good That's tip. Helpful. For yeah, it's really helpful to count it. And count it just a, a normal pace, you know, one, two, three, four. Now exhale for five counts, one, and so on. Mm -hmm. um, so that can be very effective. There's a lot of methods, and hopefully we'll get to others in, in other episodes. <laughs> but there's a, a lot of different things that we can right. do. Um, yeah, so the, the main thing is that you are capable of changing your own state of being just by simply breathing deeper than you are right now. And so it's, it's magic. Yeah. 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 So that's incredible. Um, so also when I, I talked to you, you had explained that there's other areas in your body besides just the anxiety part that can be affected when you breathe on a regular basis to try to help your health. Um, I think you had touched on, on um, stress, um, the inflammation that that creates, the immune system, the hormones, they're all affected in some way or another. Can you explain that a little bit? Sure, yeah. The, um, the, when your body is in sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight, mm -hmm. um, you have one goal in mind, or your body was built to have one goal in mind, and that was survival. Mm -hmm. Who needs a digestive system when you're trying to survive? Right. That can wait, right? Who needs an immune system when you're trying to survive? That also can wait. So a lot of functions are shut down because they're not foremost in your survival, at least for the short term. And oh, so therefore, wow. yeah, so therefore digestion shuts down. So the first thing that most, you know, gastroenterologists will ask their patients when they come in with gut pain is, you know, how's your stress level? Um, and often, and I mean, Center for Disease Control says, I think the statistic is 70 to 90% of all doctors' visits are stress-related. Hmm. And so that, that's anything, not just for GI stuff. Yeah, you know, I remember not too long ago, a few years ago, I literally was having all the symptoms of a heart attack. I had just the day before, or two days before, taken a, my refresher on CPR. And there I am sitting there going, I'm having a heart attack. And I went in, and the first thing, I, by ambulance, by the way, and the first thing that the doctor said, cardio guy, was, are you under a lot of stress? And I just burst out crying. And it was, yes, I could not believe it. I thought I was sitting by the fire, reading a book. I thought I wasn't stressing, but apparently I wasn't breathing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so then, it makes sense the way you explain that. And so that's the buildup. That's the buildup. You can, mm -hmm. we can handle one incident, right? We can handle a stressful moment. Right. And then, you know, we let it go and we move on in our day. It's when we don't let the stressors of each day go that they build inside. And so the other thing that the breath does, which is really magical, is especially when you add counting into it, it causes you to become present. Because mm. if you think about it, your stress is only caused by past and future, mm. right? right? Future is worry, huge stressor for people, it could be about anything, right? But Worry is perception. It's not, it hasn't even happened. You made it up in your own head. You cause your own stress by worrying, right? And yeah. then the past is all those woulda, shoulda, could'ves. You know, maybe you never forgave somebody. Maybe you haven't forgiven yourself. Maybe you um, wish you had done something that you never did. 
right? And so we keep going back to those things. And that's, you know, past stuff that we harbor and can, uh, it doesn't go away unless we make it go away by letting it go. Mm-hmm. But I love that. So wow, much. Holly, you really oh. explained this in a way that, that I understand. And I've talked to you about this a lot, but I'm telling you, this is a bit of an epiphany for me now that you explained yeah. it that way. And this right. is life-changing. Totally life-changing. This is life-changing, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Um, and, you know, when Dean Ornish did his study on how to reverse heart disease, you know, he's 35 years of research under his belt. And, you know, he put together all kinds of different elements that might have worked at one time, but landed on these four, exercise, nutrition, um, stress management, and connection to others. That's mm. the fourth one. Oh, that's and huge. So those are the four. We have four element specialists at the hospital and, and the patients come through and they spend an hour each day they come with each of us. And so they practice with me, they practice the stress management tools. Um, but you can see why, you know, if, if he's done all this research and found out that these affect your healing from heart disease, it actually affects your healing from a lot of chronic disease. Right, right. And so he's right. starting, beginning to see that correlation. Well, Holly, this is so, there's so much information that you gave us, but so much more going yeah. forward. And so we'd like to, at some point, be, create a link where, where that will be, we will let people know so that each week we can do another strategy about breathing, another reason why people breathe and really give people each week a strategy, a new strategy that will help them get to where they need to be as far as health goes, because this is about aging enthusiastically. Yes. You know, so this is, this is the type of information we want to provide. So for all of the people that are, have watched this interview, we will be getting you in touch with Holly weekly to right. get more strategies each, each to, to add to your toolbox so, so that you will be aging enthusiastically. Um, Holly, thank you so much. You are so welcome. Um, and Gretchen, Great. this, this is, yeah, this is exactly what we're looking for. And this is all people. about the power of breath and healing, staying well and living enthusiastically. And that was fabulous. Yeah, it was. So Holly, thank you so much. And we'll be in touch. Welcome. It'll be a centerpiece for us going forward. So much information. Thanks, Holly. Thank you so much. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Gretchen Zellick and Annie Gibbons. If you'd like to find out more, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Donuts and Pie Fitness and on our YouTube channel where you can find more interviews like the one you just heard. Both of those links are available in the description. Don't forget to check out our website at DonutsandPieFitness.com. You can find Holly Conradi on her website, hollyconradi.com, also linked below.